You're listening to The Luxury Item, the podcast on the business of luxury and the people and companies that are shaping the future of the luxury industry. Here's your host, Scott Kerr. It's hard or even impossible to find someone who has never dreamed about driving or owning a Lamborghini supercar. But Lamborghini doesn't just make supercars, it invented them. Certainly, there were fast, expensive cars before a Lamborghini came along, but nothing was ever like a Lamborghini. The Italian automaker's creations were low to the ground and made to slip under the air. The engines loud and brash and sat right behind the two seats. The doors opened up into the air. Like superheroes, every great company has a founding myth. Lamborghini's origin story centers around the clash of mid-century Italian industrial titans Ferruccio Lamborghini and Enzo Ferrari. One version of the story says Ferruccio Lamborghini decided to build his own cars after being told off by Enzo Ferrari for complaining about repeated repairs to a Ferrari sports car. Another version of the story says that Lamborghini realized that the sports car business could return to solid profits. The truth is probably somewhere in the middle. With its iconic company logo of a raging bull, over the past 50 years, Lamborghini has firmly established itself as one of the most desirable and respected brands in the automotive industry. Celebrities like Conor McGregor, Kanye West, Jay Leno, Ralph Lauren, LeBron James, just to name a few, drive Lamborghinis. It also seems to have become the status brand for cryptocurrency millionaires. It's for people who want to stand out and want to tell everyone that you've made it. Someone at Lamborghini once said, We don't do commercials because our target audience isn't sitting around watching TV. My guest today on The Luxury Item is Alessandro Farmeschi, Chief Executive Officer, America's Region for Lamborghini. Alessandro has been in charge of the operations for Americas since 2014. In his role, Alessandro has overall responsibility for the company's sales, marketing, and after-sales operations in North and South America. Welcome to The Luxury Item, Alessandro. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you very much, uh, Scott. It's my pleasure being uh, with uh, you and all of you together today. You know, first, I have to congratulate you on the record-breaking 2020, you know, even after more than, you know, a two-month production shutdown because of the pandemic, Lamborghini made up for that lost time and broke a six-month sales record. You know, what do you attribute to that resiliency? Uh, first of all, thank you for the congratulations. Uh, are always uh, welcome, of course. <laughs> and uh, it's been uh, quite a journey, 2020, you can imagine, with all the pandemic or uh, what we had to face uh, suddenly. Uh, so we honestly had to roll our sleeves and uh, watch ahead. Uh, but I believe that... Um, the success of 2020 was uh, a combination of many factors uh, together. Uh, first of all, uh, let me say that uh, from many years already in the past, uh, till now we have uh, developed and invested a lot, uh, a lot of resources uh, in our product. So our product today is at the top level. If you consider what we offer from the pinnacle of our um, Aventador, uh, the B12, the iconic B12 engines, through the Huracan that uh, has given us a lot of uh, uh, satisfaction mm -hmm. from uh, the consumer to the races. We won uh, Daytona 24 hours, two years in a row. Uh, so um, the product and the Urus launched in 2017, introduced in 2018. So product for sure is uh, uh, the key, very, very well uh, accepted. Of course, in these years, 
uh, we strengthen also our brand, the perception of the brand. Uh, Urus has been a game changer. Uh, let's say not anymore a two-seater uh, car with two doors, but uh, uh, five-seaters, four-seaters mm -hmm. uh, car with the Urus, with a lot of uh, flexibility, versatility, uh, in terms of opportunities to drive the car, comfort. And uh, all of these uh, mixed together with uh, something that uh, maybe we tend to forget, uh, but is uh, crucial for our success, uh, is... Uh, uh, what we have done together with our partners in the field. So, I mean, uh, our dealer network uh, um, considered that uh, uh, we expanded the network, uh, we um, introduced the uh, trainings, uh, the processes, uh, also with the introduction of the URUS. And uh, uh, last but not the least, our dealers did an incredible job uh, in terms of communication and maintaining uh, the contact and, and the connection with uh, the communities and so with clients, uh, prospects. Uh, and I believe uh, all together we react to the web. So it's not just a factor, but many components uh, that brought us uh, to what has been 2020. Yeah, and you just came off a year in 2019 was the brand's best year in its 56 year history. And yours accounted for like half of that, those sales. Has yours changed the perception of Lamborghini? Uh, yes, uh, I would say that uh, Urus, uh, as I said is it before. Is it Urus or U is it Urus? Ur Urus, Urus. Urus, okay. Urus, Urus. <laughs> and someone also uh, uh, told me once uh, as a joke, uh, you are US, you know? <laughs> that fits perfectly uh, for me being in the United States, as you can imagine. <laughs> no, uh, Urus, as I said, has been and is a game changer. Game changer because... Uh, uh, first, okay, uh, we uh, changed the company. So company has really literally doubled the size in terms of uh, space, so capacity, and in terms of uh, uh, people. Uh, but uh, as a concept, as a car, uh, we have been able to offer uh, a super sport cars that combines the SUV uh, capabilities and performances. So you have... Uh, Super sport car because uh, it's a car that uh, goes uh, zero to 60 in 3.6 seconds wow. and wow. Uh, breaks from 60 to zero in uh, almost 100, 110 feet. Wow. So at, with 650 horsepower. So it's uh, a super sport car. When you drive it, um, you close your eyes and you don't realize that you are uh, into an SUV. And uh, then it's a daily driver. So you can drive every single day is really comfortable at the same time. So performance, uh, comfort, design of the car. And we open the door uh, literally to all those who in the past maybe considered Lamborghini and uh, maybe for many reasons uh, they couldn't buy because we opened the door to families. So now you can take an Urus and go on vacation somewhere. Uh, you can go with friends. Uh, so uh, consider that 70%, uh, almost 70% of our, our buyers of the Urus are new buyers to the brand. So we added uh, uh, new 
clients, so new friends uh, to the Lamborghini family. And this has changed, of course, the perception. Okay. Not anymore a super sport, uh, I, I used to say now, close to the ground, eh? mm. car like the Aventador and uh, the Huracan, but also a different approach to the luxury and super sport. I mean, what do the purists, the Lamborghini purists, think of the Urus? Uh, like I the purists, the ones who were was was it a shock to the people that at uh, the beginning? I have to say that uh, I used to go around uh, meeting people when we do events. Of course, uh, there was at the beginning. Uh, uh, someone who was questioning oh, mm, and doubting oh, no an SUV Lamborghini is not uh, mm, I don't see you know what that uh, as soon as uh, they drove uh, the Urus and got into the car they were surprised because when you sit uh, inside the Urus uh, and you watch around uh, is uh, not so different from uh, uh, driving uh, as a position no? uh, with the steering wheel or the cockpit around you. It's not so different from uh, an Huracan, for instance. The only difference that you notice is that you are higher. So instead of watching people uh, bottom up into an, an Aventador or uh, an Huracan, you almost watch people at the same height. No? So that's the first feeling you have. So you feel, okay, so it's a bit different. But then as soon as uh, you start the engine and you drive it, uh, you forget immediately yeah. to be on an SUV. And this is the beauty, the versatility and the kind of personalities that uh, this car can have. Uh, has two different souls. So it depends uh, just only how much, uh, uh, how, let's say, how you want to drive uh, this car. Having a lot of fun driving, uh, having more, more comfort. Uh, so it's really up to you. And so these guys, in the end, these uh, clients, the, the, the hardest one and the purest, uh, uh, were easily convinced. So what has been your biggest challenge for you, aside from 2020 with the pandemic, since you headed up America's operation in 2014? Um, I believe that uh, really the big challenge I had to face, uh, let's say, apart from uh, uh, finding always uh, the right balance uh, uh, between uh, offer and demand, because of course uh, uh, we are in a segment in the in, in a market where um, being luxury in the luxury business, uh, mm -hmm. uh, this is a. a, 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 a an equilibrium, no, a fine equilibrium. You need to find the, the, the right recipe to maintain uh, uh, your product always uh, uh, appealing, desirable, uh, because in the end, this is what we are. No, we are uh, unique in terms of product. We are unique in terms of experience. Apart from this, uh, I would say that the biggest challenge I had uh, with my team, uh, we had a lot of discussions, was really the introduction of a third model. Uh, imagine a company that uh, is used to sell, uh, and this for many years, uh, super sport cars, uh, two doors, two seats, uh, used to deal with uh, this kind of clientele. Uh, you start basically with the first question. So, yeah, we are going to double basically the volumes. Uh, so network. Uh, is the network ready? What should we do with the network? And so we worked uh, extending the network, increasing the number of uh, uh, salespeople, marketing people, 
the after sales team. Because of course, uh, the people or the new clients coming, uh, having uh, a different experiences uh, from other brands, uh, from the use of other cards, uh, because using, uh, and uh, let's say, who buys an Urus uh, usually does because uh, you want to use as a daily driver. Mm-hmm. While maybe when you buy an Aventador or an Huracan, uh, you can use on a daily base, uh, but uh, uh, most of the time uh, it's used uh, as uh, entertainment for fun because you want to go out uh, weekend uh, with your companion. You want to spend some good time with friends. So it's a different kind of use. With Urus, uh, we had this question mark. So how our clients are going to perceive uh, the, 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 the new car? How they are going, uh, are they going to use what are the expectations? So we had to really work for, let's say, a couple of years, basically, uh, creating uh, uh, new standards, uh, new processes. Uh, uh, and this was uh, very, let's say, uh, tough because uh, it's not just about, uh, okay, uh, we change a process, so we add uh, this, <laughs> we put two parts some more here and there. No, it's about the mindset also of the people. So you need to change uh, uh, the mindset also of our network uh, from dealing with someone who maybe was also um, willing to leave a car uh, for a week at the workshop uh, Mm -hmm. uh, to someone who wants to have the car the same day for the service. Because he needs the car, he wants to the car immediately. So this, let me say, has been the biggest uh, uh, effort that we had to face. Uh, and I have to say proudly that uh, the team has done an incredible job uh, and that we succeeded. And the success of today of Urus is uh, the demonstration in the end uh, of, uh, apart from the product itself, uh, that is an incredible product also of what uh, as a company we prepared for our clients. Yeah. And the U.S. sits atop the Lamborghini sales chart. So what markets follow the U.S.? And are certain models more popular in China than in the U.S. or Germany or Japan or the U.K.? Let's say uh, that the U.S. is uh, the market, uh, by definition, the top market for the company and usually is also the top market for uh, luxury goods uh, because of the dimension of the market, Mm -hmm. because of the maturity of uh, uh, the market itself uh, and the consumer. So for us, uh, the United States uh, represent almost, uh, let's say 30% of uh, the total volumes itself. The second market uh, then, uh, and then the the others, uh, we speak about Germany and then we have uh, Japan, there is uh, UK, uh, then uh, not far we have Canada, but uh, uh, the United States uh, are the, the, the key market uh, for, uh, for the company. Yeah. And Lamborghini has made a major push in the digital sphere. You launched the Uracon Spider using virtual reality. You know, you were the first mm-hmm. supercar manufacturer to join TikTok and you've dominated on social media. So is Lamborghini making a full on push? to target these active young buyers and aspirational buyers? I would say that uh, Lamborghini, um, uh, we started many years ago to 
to work on on digital and on social media. Um, we understood uh, uh, years ago that uh, that kind of channel for us uh, uh, was and is uh, fundamental in terms of uh, communication, because uh, mm, uh, with social media uh, you can have access to a large community. And uh, you can, uh, of course, let everybody, uh, let's say, dream and uh, think and talk about you as a brand and uh, uh, as a product. So we started a lot of time ago and uh, we are having great, let's say, results in all the major uh, platforms. And um, it's clear that uh, we uh, did this as I said, in the past, and now with this trend of the digitalization, that is, of course, a mainstream more and more because everybody has a, a smartphone uh, on hand. You know? So it's, yeah, right. it's easy you know, uh, to check what's going on here. You go to Instagram, you check uh, what's going on, you see the stories, uh, you have your Facebook page, uh, you follow uh, uh, brands, people. So, is a, a now is a, a common uh, nor is a normal uh, way of uh, communicating, and, and so for us, uh, this uh, uh, has been in our favor. Of course, uh, digitalization in general. We have also young uh, clientele. Let's say younger than the competition, and this for sure uh, has helped uh, to to. Uh, work on the social uh, media uh, and uh, using uh, all the digital uh, tools to the point that, uh, of course, due to COVID uh, in 2020, uh, we had to, uh, of course, become smarter you know, and think right, about right. Uh, how we can uh, uh, launch a product in a situation where anyway, uh, show must go on. Eh? So we need mm. to still do business. And uh, uh, we need to do business uh, thinking out of the box and do something different. So we uh, started launching uh, the uh, uh, Huracan Evo uh, rear-wheel drive uh, spider uh, in the virtual reality. Mm -hmm. And uh, this was, let me say, uh, a, a success. A success because uh, we had a lot of contacts, a lot of configurations done online. Uh, so there was a lot of buzz. And this is the demonstration that the way also how the consumer is interacting uh, is, uh, is, uh, is changing. Um, we also, uh, just to tell you how much we invest uh, in digital, uh, we have uh, also an app, a specific app for uh, the Lamborghini owners that is called mm -hmm. Unica app. We uh, use um, this app to communicate with our clients, informing them about... Uh, uh, the newest uh, information about Lamborghini, about the new product. Uh, we also pre-alert them uh, when we have uh, new launches so that they can be the first ones uh, to see and look uh, what's coming uh, shortly after. So it's, uh, I believe, uh, a, a fundamental pillar now of communication. So have digital you, by definition. Have you sold cars because of uh, those campaigns on social media? Uh, to, uh, a one-to-one, -one, uh, it's difficult. Uh, well, where someone saw it, well, someone saw it on social media and, and, and you know, 
inquired about it after they saw it on social media or in virtual reality? Yes, I can say that, yes, we had, uh, for instance, to the, our um, configurator. So we, we launched uh, the, the, the months ago the Super Trofeo Homologata, the Huracan, and uh, this was uh, done uh, virtually. And uh, right after, we received a request for orders uh, coming from the configurator. Uh, then it's clear that uh, we still have, I, I say also likely, uh, a, a level of business where you don't buy a luxury good uh, just uh, on internet, no? like you can buy a commodity or other things. There is a still a, a, a big component of personal touch so that our clients have also the pleasure to meet with our specialist, uh, to understand more about the product, to configure the car. Consider that we have uh, a so-called ad personam program that is a bespoke program where a client can decide any kind of uh, color of uh, the interior, so, so the color and trim, uh, paint, uh, any kind of paint. So, they can create whatever they want, basically. And this, I believe, is the other part of, the, of being in the luxury segment, where you do a tailor-made product for your consumer, for your client. And Lamborghini did some really interesting partnerships last year. You did one with Lego, and you also teamed up with Supreme for a capsule collection. How does Lamborghini choose the partners to collaborate with? I would say that uh, we usually partner with uh, key uh, players. So if you think about the Lego, Lego doesn't need presentations. It's a key brand, uh, well-known. Uh, for us, of course, these are brand extensions uh, activities. No? And uh, for instance, with the Lego, Lego is known to produce uh, limited editions of uh, 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 products that are uh, key, no? that are uh, um, a reference in the market. So they celebrate uh, with their products, these products. So we did uh, with uh, the Cyan, for instance, mm -hmm. and uh, this has been great for which reason? Because Lego, of course, uh, is a respectable uh, brand. Uh, in the uh, leader in uh, its segment. And uh, uh, Lego gives us the opportunity, of course, to enhance furthermore no? the brand awareness, because in the end, Sian uh, is uh, recognizable, is there, is Lamborghini. So uh, Lego speaks about Lamborghini. We are happy that Lego does, because Lego, of course, uh, is top one and a respectable brand. And uh, for us, uh, Lego means also the next generation. Right. Because you can, uh, of course, uh, who buys, uh, who usually buys uh, a Lego uh, product like a Cyan is uh, a, a kid, so is a, a, a young person usually, or can be a collector, or can even be one of our clients. <laughs> because, uh, of course, <laughs> there is a bit of a sentiment and attraction you know, to these things. So I have to ask you, has 3,700 pieces, did you try building one yourself? Not yet. 
I have uh, one in the box and I have my uh, little son uh, who is a five every day passing in front of the box uh, telling dad uh, this is for me yes I said this is for you but let's wait uh, a couple of years uh, so that we can build it together <laughs> that's great and speaking of father and son you know during this past holiday season you know, Lamborghini unveiled this really beautiful, poignant short film titled The Christmas Gift, starring a father and son separated by the pandemic. And the father receives a Christmas package from, you know, with a virtual reality headset. He puts it on and takes this virtual ride in a Lamborghini. And in the end, the road leads to his son sitting in front of a 2020, 2021 Huracan STO. So what was Lamborghini hoping to achieve with this campaign? For us, uh, we, we are in the environment of the brand lovers. Brand lovers uh, um, for all those uh, basically uh, who have uh, uh, love for the brand, but uh, uh, is also love uh, in, in a wide sense of love. In this case, if you consider the, the, the episode, how it was uh, uh, presented. There is behind an aspirational uh, effect, uh, love for the brand, attraction for the brand, for our clients, but also for our fans. So for all the supporters of the brand, because in the end, we are Lamborghini and we are a company producing a super sport car, but we are not just product. So when you buy Lamborghini, you do not just buy a product. You buy uh, emotions. You buy um, a dream in the end. And uh, the same is uh, for all those who think about Lamborghini. They dream. And so uh, if we think about also to those campaigns done in the past, uh, uh, last year, if I remember well, we had... Uh, uh, the, the um, kid uh, building uh, an Aventador. Mm -hmm. So, um, or the year before, we had uh, the kid going to buy uh, a Lamborghini, and then the Lamborghini popped up in front of uh, the store. So, goes beyond uh, the, the the product itself, and this is what uh, I believe uh, makes a brand a big brand because it's not just uh, the product itself; is what is behind, what means to you. Uh, as a person. You know, almost anyone with the appropriate bank balance can walk into a dealership and purchase an entry-level supercar. So have you seen any demographic shifts in the types of people who would be interested in purchasing a Lamborghini? Uh, yes, I would say the big change, uh, not to repeat myself uh, again, but big, the big change has been uh, with the introduction of Urus. So we have seen uh, families. So uh, in the past, a bit less. Now you see families uh, at the dealership uh, watching cars uh, with uh, uh, kids uh, that, who, of course, are really happy. You yeah, see them smiling. <laughs> and this is a really great uh, satisfaction for me when you see kids smiling. For me, it's, it's uh, right. one of the most rewarding uh, things. And uh, the, 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 so in terms of demographics, of course, so we have seen this switch and we have seen a switch also in terms of uh, buyers. So we have a more um, 
female owners than mm -hmm. in the past, of course. Mm -hmm. And I think that uh, is uh, more intriguing, the, the Urus, of course, for the characteristics that uh, the car has. And uh, obviously, uh, Urus uh, opens the door also to the Aventador and to the Huracan, because uh, it's the same brand, so it's not a different brand, Urus uh, versus the other products. So as soon as you enjoy what Lamborghini means, uh, we have seen also a few switching uh, and uh, buying uh, Aventador and Huracan. How does Lamborghini build and maintain relationships with these special owners so their eyes don't wander to a competitor? I know you were just talking about the app before where you communicate mm -hmm. with owners. So how do you keep nurturing that relationship? Um, I, I would say that uh, we are not just a product. Uh, and when I say we are not just a product, uh, uh, I say that most of our activities are based on the relationship. Uh, relationship uh, to live together the brand. Uh, when I say um, living uh, the brand together, I mean uh, that us at corporate level for our dealers uh, usually prepare activities, events, uh, and we engage with uh, our clientele. I've been often invited and I've been uh, often at our events uh, um, to be present, to talk, to show uh, a face behind a name, no, a brand, uh, and uh, enjoying uh, what Lamborghini offers. So let's say the uh, product uh, is uh, the reason uh, to stay together because no, you want to enjoy that, but then uh, you go beyond uh, and uh, you experience together a bit of the lifestyle. So just to give an example of what we usually do, uh, regularly we do track days, uh, inviting clients uh, to drive uh, cars, uh, our cars, uh, so test new cars. Uh, Ride and drive. Yeah. yeah, and then we do so-called the Giro Lamborghini that is a rally that usually last for days. We move uh, from town to town. We work uh, months and months to find the best roads, uh, scenic uh, roads, uh, of course, uh, being in, in the segment of luxury, the best restaurants, uh, uh, concierge service, uh, hotel. Uh, and uh, we do, for instance, in this case, uh, we have uh, uh, almost 20 to 30 cars and no more. So it's quite limited. Uh, and we we move uh, for these four days, and we honestly we have fun, and we talk and we stay together, and this uh, creates and generates um, the, the the word of mouth, uh, so uh, everyone feels embraced, engaged, uh, uh, and then other things that we do when from time to time uh, we have uh, the opportunity to launch a very special. Uh, products uh, we do for instance uh, sneak previews uh, we invite uh, our clients to have a look uh, at uh, what's coming uh, giving them of course the privilege of being part of this uh, uh, brand and uh, making being part of the history of the brand in there you know, Lamborghini seems to have become this holy grail for cryptocurrency enthusiasts. You know, Bitcoin's 2017, you know, meteoric rise made early adopters a fortune with some 
taking their profits and celebrating to buy these ultra expensive sports cars like Lamborghinis and sort of cement their status as Bitcoin legends. I believe several of them actually purchased Lamborghinis with Bitcoin. So do you see more Lamborghini dealers embracing Bitcoin payments? We have a few dealers who, let's say, are exploring this kind of payments. So I mean, it's a way of uh, buying. We do not, uh, we are not part of this uh, kind of transaction as a manufacturer. This is done at the dealer level by each dealer on their own, because I mean, they are entrepreneurs and of course uh, they look at what uh, the market offers and what the clients uh, uh, want usually. So this is the normal way of, uh, let's say, doing uh, business. I know that they usually use intermediaries to, to, to then do the transaction. And uh, I mean, to me personally, it's not surprising this uh, to the point that more and more you hear people talking about uh, Bitcoin. So it's becoming more frequent. Uh, uh, and then, you know, when you start uh, new uh, as everything, when you are new at the beginning, you are a pioneer, everybody talks about. And then uh, after a while, when it, become, it becomes normal, nobody talks anymore, no? I think we are most probably still uh, uh, at, uh, at uh, an early stage. Um, and that's what I can say in this yeah, moment. Right. I, I don't see, honestly, a direct connection. Uh, uh, and the, our dealers are just taking uh, opportunities, as others in other brands are doing. Basically. Right. So you're just essentially just keeping an eye on it at this point. Yes, yes. So a few years ago, Lamborghini introduced this concept car that showed basically what the, you know, your brand's impression of what a fully mm. electric supercar of the future might look like. So do you think we will see an electric Lamborghini supercar in the near future or a hybrid? Uh, to, 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 to be honest, let's say we have already an hybrid car. Uh, is a, a super special car, is an, an hyper car. Is the Cyan. Uh, Cyan is uh, our uh, supercar that we launched uh, a couple of years ago and uh, that has uh, a V12 engine, uh, uh, combustion engine, plus a, a super special uh, application that is an electric motor with, uh, instead of batteries, uh, we have a super capacitors. Mm -hmm. uh, able to release uh, electric power. Uh, and the beauty of this system uh, is a new uh, application never used before uh, in the automotive. So we are, let's say, pioneer in this. Uh, uh, we uh, use this application where basically for uh, every, uh, let's say, in um, uh, international metrics kilos. Eh? So every two pounds you have uh, one horsepower released. Mm -hmm. That is a unique, uh, if you consider how is the weight of the batteries today. So let's say that in that sense, uh, we have already a, an hybrid uh, uh, solution with a sort of electrification. In terms of trend, what the company is going to do for sure, we will have uh, an hybrid uh, solution. The electrification uh, is a trend. Uh, and uh, we will follow this, uh, this trend, uh, uh, of course. But uh, uh, the way we will do this uh, is maintaining the super sport DNA. Because 
uh, if you think about uh, pure electric cars, uh, uh, there are still a few question marks to be answered regarding um, the electric cars within, within the super sport application. That is the weight of the car and is the range of the car. Now, Tesla's second generation Roadster sports car is slated to go into production next year, but we'll see about that. You know, it's supposed to top out at 250 miles per hour, zero to 60 and 1.9. So ha has Tesla changed the way Lamborghini goes to market? Well, not really. For sure, let's say Tesla uh, competes in a different arena. So they are more on the commodity side. And for sure, is a pioneer and uh, has contributed uh, heavily. I think it's in front of us, uh, has contributed heavily, heavily in, the, in changing the perception of a consumer about the electrification. So now uh, they are the benchmark in the market. Uh, I would say that uh, uh, to have uh, a super sport car full electric uh, is not just about acceleration zero to 60. Uh, by definition, an electric motor has better performances uh, uh, than uh, a combustion engine because of the torque that is immediately available at uh, the start, uh, at the top uh, level, while the distribution of the torque uh, of, of an engine, uh, combustion engine is uh, completely different. You know? And so, it's not all about zero to 60, it's about dynamic. And dynamic means, uh, dynamic agility means uh, that a car has to have the ability to turn fast, not to have uh, lateral accelerations with a heavy weight. And so to create um, a situation of not stability of the car. So uh, yes, they're there, but uh, you to compare uh, a super sport car with uh, the Tesla Roadster. You need to go on a racetrack uh, and uh, have the same performances. Uh, yeah, so I am looking forward to that race when um, <laughs> when that that when they introduce the Roadster. So, what does the future look like for the Raging Bull brand? What what can we expect in two thousand twenty one and two thousand twenty two? The future, it's. Uh, uh... Is bright, I would say. 2021 is a year where we are delivering uh, the, our uh, Cyan, so our special cards. Uh, we have a few units uh, to deliver to our clients. Uh, we just launched the, the Super Trofeo Homologata that comes directly from the experience of the GT3 and Daytona victories. Uh, uh, and of course, we are continuing the success of Urus. And uh, this, uh, uh, let's say, is uh, pretty solid for 21 and also for 22. And I have to say that this year is also for us a special year because um, in, uh, in uh, 1971, we presented uh, the Countach. And for all those who are Lamborghinians, uh, Lamborghini lovers, yes, yeah. uh, Countach is, uh, is uh, a car that has defined uh, the design and the silhouette of all the Lamborghinis that still today we design and we have in, 
uh, in production. So it's a super car, the dream car. I had, I have to say proudly, <laughs> a, a picture of uh, a Countach on um, my wall when I was a kid, a white one. And uh, it's, it's all, this is the year, the celebration of this incredible product. Yeah, it's iconic. Yeah, so, it's a, the DNA of Lamborghini is yeah. well represented there. So my final question, Alessandro, which is the luxury item question, which I ask all my guests. Um, so if you were stranded on a deserted island and you could only have one luxury item, what luxury item would that be? It can't be any form of transportation. So if Lamborghini came out with a flying car, you can't have that or anything that requires mobile service. So what would that one luxury item be that you would have on that deserted island? Interesting. <laughs> I mean, it, it, uh, it depends on what do you mean with item because, and uh, which are the circumstances uh, around. I mean, uh, well, there's it's whatever island. you want. So it's you have, uh, can you have water? Can you have a Yes, nice... yes, you could have water. Yes, water. <laughs> okay, you... right. food, all these things. Yep. Let's say, should I take uh, a, a large approach? I would like to have, uh, because I'm a, in a desert island and I don't have. Uh, let's say maybe protection and so on, a luxury home, no? I <laughs> so love that. I have, <laughs> <laughs> I have all the comforts or maybe a beautiful uh, Urus to go around <laughs> on the dunes, I don't know, something like that. Otherwise, yeah. uh, let's say most probably uh, a nice watch. Eh? <laughs> ah, that's great. Yeah, and, uh, automatic that, because you don't need uh, to, to uh, you don't need batteries or so something that uh, is uh, long lasting. <laughs> that's great. That's a great answer. <laughs> Alessandro Formeschi, Chief Executive Officer, America's Region for Lamborghini. Thank you so much for joining me on the luxury item. Hope you have continued success in 2021 and beyond. Thank you, Scott, and thank you for your time. That's it for this episode of the Luxury Item Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this useful and entertaining, I would be really grateful if you can share it with a friend or colleague. I would love it if you subscribe so you never miss an episode. And while you're there, be sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It really helps other listeners find us. The Luxury Item Podcast is a production of Silvertone Consulting. I'm your host, Scott Kerr. Until next time.